It's Friday, January 5th, 2024, and I'm Dave Sobel. Two things to know today. Microsoft's bold AI move, Copilot for Windows access via a dedicated keyboard key, and Metrics Mastery, communicating engineering value in the boardroom. This is the business of tech. Looking to reach an audience of thousands of MSPs and IT service providers? Put your ad right here on the business of tech and be on the show that 64% of MSPs report having listened to. A recurring top 50 tech news podcast, there are affordable options for you to reach our audience and we can support any budget. Podcast listeners are more engaged, have a higher level of brand retention, and are more willing to listen to ads here than any other avenues. Want to know more? There's information at mspradio.com slash engage, including a button to book a time to talk. I'm looking forward to that discussion. Well, this certainly sets the tone. Want to know how important Microsoft thinks AI is? Windows 11 devices will soon come with a new Copilot key located to the right of the Alt key allowing users to quickly access Microsoft's Copilot for Windows AI technology. This marks the first significant change to the Windows PC keyboard in nearly three decades. The Copilot key will launch Windows Search when Copilot for Windows is unavailable, and its functionality with alternative AI technologies has not been confirmed. The key will be unveiled on new Windows 11 PCs from ecosystem partners including upcoming Surface devices. A study by professors at Harvard found that ChatGPT helped business consultants with creative tasks, but led to more mistakes in analytical work. Consultants expressed unease about relying too much on the tool and felt it threatened their sense of being high-skilled workers. The study also highlighted the varied feelings of workers towards the tool, with some comparing it to stolen fire and others likening it to junk food. And speaking of ChatGPT, OpenAI is launching the GPT Store, a marketplace for customizable versions of ChatGPT, next week. The store aims to provide AI agents that are smarter, more personal, and more customizable. Developers have already built thousands of GPTs with various uses, and the store will open it up to free users. However, there are concerns about monetization and security vulnerabilities. The GPT store's success will depend on fostering a competitive environment and addressing the usefulness of GPTs compared to stock ChatGPT. And while I'm on products, Jeff Bezos is investing in Perplexity, an AI-powered search startup aiming to challenge Google's dominance in internet search. Perplexity uses AI to provide direct answers to search queries instead of website links, and has attracted attention from tech workers and Google executives. While facing challenges in competing with Google's vast resources, Perplexity has seen significant growth in users and revenue. That worry from the Harvard study is backed by survey data, too. While AI in the workplace is not widespread, employees are concerned about its impact on their careers. Only 30% of participants reported using AI in the office, but over 40% worried about its implications. Why do we care? A dedicated key on the keyboard is a significant shift, especially considering the changes required in the OEM supply chain. If nothing else, consider the support calls of what is this key for? 
It makes AI front and center. My interest in AI is exposed further by the Harvard study. Professionals should be trained to use AI tools like ChatGPT effectively, recognizing their strengths and weaknesses. This can allow IT consultants and trainers to offer specialized services. Companies must engage in open dialogues with their employees about AI implementation and invest in upskilling programs. The approach can alleviate fears and make AI a collaborative tool rather than a perceived threat. And all are opportunities for technology consultants. And it's time for some big ideas to take us into the weekend. Taryn Plum at VentureBeat discusses the evolving authentication methods in 2024 and beyond due to the password identity crisis. The article highlights the weaknesses of traditional usernames and passwords, the importance of multi-factor authentication, the emergence of zero-trust systems, and the concept of just-in-time access, and the use of passkeys as an alternative to passwords, and the potential of biometrics as the ultimate credential. The article emphasizes the need for more robust authentication methods to enhance cybersecurity. And also in VentureBeat, Ori Karen dives into metrics for CTOs in the boardroom. How does one showcase the business value of engineering by aligning resources to high-impact projects and demonstrating operational efficiency? Metrics such as cycle time, lead time, merge frequency, business impact, full-time equivalent, and estimated cost can help communicate this value to non-technical leaders. Engineering leaders can gain the same appreciation as sales by providing meaningful metrics and secure the necessary financial support. I also noted a piece by Mike Masnick in TechDirt, who criticizes the FTC for its lack of understanding and copyright issues related to AI. The FTC's argument that fair use is anti-competitive is refuted, as fair use promotes competition and prevents monopolies. Copyright experts also question the FTC's suggestion that AI training could violate Section 5 and diminish the value of creators' work. Despite criticism, the FTC continues to endorse the idea of licensing all training data and expresses concern about style mimicry. The FTC's approach is seen as one-sided and endorsing anti-competitive copyright monopolies, contradicting its mission to encourage competition. And finally, I want to ponder two perspectives. Axios reports on how companies are navigating the challenges of diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts as these terms become weaponized. Attacks against DEI are expected to intensify in the coming year, but many employers recognize the importance of maintaining a diverse workforce for attracting and retaining talent. DEI funding and staffing have faced challenges, and businesses are shifting their focus away from the terms towards well-being and inclusion efforts. Because according to a report from the British Computer Society, it will take 283 years for female representation in IT to reach parity with the tech workforce in the UK. The BCS also found that progress toward gender equality in IT jobs has stalled, with the proportion of women tech workers remaining at 20% in 2022. The report calls for a radical rethink to attract more women and girls to tech careers and create a more inclusive tech culture. Why do we care? I included Masnick's opinion to highlight a counterpoint to my own discussions here and because businesses using AI should stay informed about evolving copyright laws and fair use doctrines. Legal advice and compliance teams should be involved in AI project planning. 
I've long not cared about buzzwords, so if DEI is a buzzword, okay, focus on the business outcomes. Like Mark Cuban, I believe efforts should be centered on practical measures that enhance employee well-being and ensure a diverse workforce because it's good for business. And there's reason to do so. Besides wanting to engage customers, IT companies need more workers. IT companies and educational institutions should collaborate to create initiatives and programs encouraging women and girls to pursue tech careers. This includes mentorship, scholarships, and creating inclusive workforce cultures. Finally, I wanted to include some metrics to consider. If you're going to act as a virtual CTO, you should refine your metrics to demonstrate the business impact of your work. Training in business communication and analytics can help technical leaders articulate their contributions in terms that resonate with non-technical stakeholders. Thanks for listening. Today, the National Day of Dialogue. Remember, it's about the discussions and good ideas. It's more than one way to be successful. Want to take my class starting Tuesday the 9th? Navigating Emerging Technologies for MSPs, and the link is in the show notes. Got a comment, question, a thought on one of the stories? Put it in the comments if you're on YouTube, or reach out on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. Talk to you again on Monday. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me. I will talk to you again on our next episode of the Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.